millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we uh, talk about pop culture from the lens, through the lens, I should say, of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. Oh, and we're at the end of the line, people. We are at Sister Wives, the third part of the one, one, one-to-one um, tell-all. And oh boy, what a journey we've all been on together. It's been a journey. Yes, it has. And I'm very happy to be on this journey with all of you and Brooke and <laughs> all of that. Though, I, just off the top, I will say I was a little disappointed because I, I always feel, and I said this last time, which is the th- if you do three parts, the third part's always explosive. Oh, I thought it was pretty good. You thought it was pretty good. I yeah. it was good. I learned some things. Robin seems to have woken up. She woke up. And Cody was on yeah. a tear. He was on a tear a few too. things. He said a couple things that made me gasp. Yes. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, and Mary kind of was there. You know, we'll, we'll get to that. Barely. But it's barely there. But I guess I was just, I don't know. What's so annoying now is they do all these sneak peeks. And just like with the... Just like with the Prince Harry book, it's like now I don't even want to look at anything. I'm like, let me save yeah, something. Don't spoil it. They yeah. do do a lot of sneak peeks. It's peaks. too much spoiling in our world. I don't like it. So we start with a little bit from last week where Cody is asked about his relationship with Robin. He does that weird thing where he looks at his watch. He doesn't want to talk about her. And then they, he and Sukanya together watch the clip from the first episode of the season where Christine basically says Robin is the favorite wife. And that's where we begin. Yeah. And he says, you know, oh, no, Robin, she's not getting any preferential treatment. Cody says, I have someone in my life who is loyal to me mm-hmm. and sees me as head of the family. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much encapsulates, you know, yeah. this whole show. Is that anyone who doesn't, you know, treat him like head of the family, kiss the ring, be loyal to him, 
he has a problem. Yeah. And, you know, this quote, he's said it before, but he, he says it all the time. He says, I'd rather be respected than loved. Yeah. Which is real weird. Real weird. And God. And, you know, he's just continues to be so creepy. So creepy, angry. Mm-hmm. Um and the thing that's interesting about it is he will, when they watch these clips, he'll refer back and he'll say, oh, yeah, well, I, Christina just broken my heart and I was really in this vulnerable place. And I'm like, but you're still mad. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He, he, he'll sort of go back and say, oh, yeah, I was, you know, I was feeling all of these emotions and that's why I said these things. But I don't really feel that. But yes, you do. And you did then. And you're, what are you, 50 something? You can't control your emotions or feelings like it's just a little bit of he just feels like he can like a child like a little baby when when i'm now i'm ha- you know now i'm sad now i'm happy just roll with me with my emotions of how i feel and it's so obvious in the conversation that he has with janelle that janelle's just like what are you talking about like just yeah we'll, we'll get to that but yeah anywho but christine basically says that she has always felt like a third wheel and that's how she's felt and then they go to janelle and janelle says yes cody has uh, a better relationship or a different relationship than she has um and then he goes back yet again and says that it was back to christine stuff it was sour grapes in las vegas chris if christine wasn't happy unless she was getting more than everyone else yeah, which is which crazy. really makes no sense. And they don't go to Christine for that. They don't, we never get to see Christine's reaction to that comment. Maybe he. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I think Christine, I think is just like, am, am I done here? Yeah. <laughs> Can I go now? I, you know? Yeah. I mean, this. yeah. And so then, so then Sukanya asks, asks him, you know, is Robin your favorite wife? And of course, at first he gets all mad and says, that's unfair. I'm not going to answer that. And he starts pouting. But then he eventually says, he says that um, he won't say that she's his favorite wife. He says, Robin does things to earn my favor. Well, actually, Sukanya used the word earn. Okay. That that was not, she, she did admit that. Um, but he agrees, he, he agrees with that. Mm-hmm. He, he says that Robin never shit talked him mm-hmm. back to that thing. Um, and he says that Robin puts up her dukes if anyone tries to shit talk. Yeah. She yes. defends him. And then he says there's a character issue with Christine, because basically what he's saying is. Right. That if if Christine wanted that kind of loving relationship that she needed to be essentially what he was saying was she needed to be a better person, you know, she needed to be better and kinder and more loving, basically putting to it all on her, to, to him. Uh-huh. But so what he's doing is he's putting the entire, the, the marriage not working out, he's putting it all on Christine right. saying it's all Christine's fault. If she was nicer and didn't shit talk me and did more this loyal. And that, loyal, we would still be together. But here we are. And he's not willing again, yet again, he takes no responsibility for his own behavior, for his own actions, for, you know, he, he Cody, you had to have done something to make her feel this way. We've we've watched the, you guys for many years here. We we know Christine's not a crazy person. Yeah, you know she's not coming up with this stuff. And then Christine actually comes in and defends 
Janelle and mm-hmm. says that Janelle was very loyal, always stuck up for him. And when Christine would complain to Janelle, Janelle would, you know, stick up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but Cody never says if Robin is a favorite wife, but he starts listening, listing all of her positive right. qualities. And I thought this was interesting because the way he phrased it was, she's not his favorite, but finds favor. <laughs> find favor by I mean, educators to him. Find favor by never trash talking him. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you can think about favor like, hey, can you do me a favor? But the way, the context in which he's using the word favor is favorite. Right. I don't know. I just like, it was really bothering me how much he was getting into the semantics of yeah. things. And I was just like, but you're already contradicting your own semantics. Like, he, because, you just know what you're talking about. Because he doesn't want to come out and say, I like, I prefer Robin because she she does she doesn't question me she doesn't Mm -hmm. challenge me she um has trained her children Mm -hmm. to treat him that way to Mm -hmm. be loyal to him she's loyal to him she sticks up for him no matter what she does all of these things she doesn't shit talk him Mm -hmm. um that's what he's trying to say but he he doesn't want to say it yes yeah basically and yeah and so he claims that all Mary, Janelle, Christine, they have all trash talked him. And um, and that's just a terrible, terrible thing, which, again, we talked about this last week, which is, you know, it's not trash talking. It's just venting, talking, being frustrated, processing, processing things that happened to you, trying to do some of these things. But I also want to say, you know, you and Robin have only been married 20 years. I mean, 12, 10 years, 12 years. Yeah. So. That's very, you cannot compare your marriage of 12 years to someone's marriage of 30. And also, when they got married, when Robin and Cody got married, they were, well, and once they got the show and uh, different things started happening, you know, I think, you know, they had, they were financially better off. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) Janelle and Christine and Mary, they were with him in the beginning when they were young and had nothing and had all these babies. And Robin came in at, at at a different time. She was older. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so, you can't really compare the two. Um, but Sukanya asks Mary about, well, what do you think about this? You know, favorite is um, Robin Cody's favorite. And of course, Mary being always wanting to be neutral. She doesn't want to burn any bridges with Cody. So she just says Robin is the one that he's most comfortable with and that Cody values loyalty. And then... Christine is asked kind of the same question and she basically says it was apparent to her from the beginning that they were soulmates. Yes, which I thought was very interesting because I don't think she'd ever said that before. No, because I think she was fighting against it, Mm -hmm. you know, all those years. She was like, well, why can't, you know, why can't I have that? And and then she just finally came to the conclusion that I'm never going to have that. And she's moved on. Yeah. That's why she can say that now at this point. And now this is when Robin comes alive. I right. think that Robin has read everybody's tweets and messages on Instagram and in, gotten into some of these Facebook groups. And I because, think she's been coached by Cody. Uh, I feel like a lot of what she says is coached by him. But it, Yeah. Well, and I also, I know a lot of people hate Robin and can't stand her. And apparently she tweeted something out of like, tell me three times where I've been deceptive and awful and people have come up with all of these little (laughs) things i mean i will say that not you know all of these are our assumptions like we don't know if she 
convince Cody to move to Flagstaff because of Dayton going to school. Right. I think this is an assumption, but um, but Robin comes right in and she's like, you know, they she saw Cody and Christine in the begin beginning of the relationship. There was such sweet banter. There was such you know, light and fun. They seem to be looking at each other with a lot of love. And then she gets into this thing where apparently, and it was never revisited again, which is Mary, Janelle, and Christine, basically Robin saying, they just handed Cody to her and said, take him. And one of the reasons why was because of Cody's personal beliefs, he couldn't speak freely. And they never revisited any of this because we saw this in in the clips. We've saw we've seen Robin say this clip about they just threw him at me. Well, I told me to take him. I think they're well. First of all, she says Janelle and Christine. She doesn't say Mary. She said Janelle and Christine made choices. They handed him to her, saying, "We don't want him. You take him," because he didn't feel comfortable with them because of his personal beliefs. I think that was all about COVID. Was that all COVID? I think, okay. I think so. I haven't, in my rewatch, I haven't gotten to the COVID episodes. Maybe that's something we could do. We should review the COVID episodes. Yeah, the, the you know, progression of that. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I guess, okay, now this is starting to make a lot more sense now because, so when she said take him, it wasn't at the beginning of the marriage. No. It was at the COVID time. And, and then she said, of course, he's going to flourish with my kids. Because he was spending all of his time with her kids mm -hmm. because because the, the other wives weren't going to follow the COVID rules. And then that also led to the fractured relationships with his kids, with the other wives. So I think she was strictly talking about mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Okay. Now that makes more sense. I get yeah. it now. But Robin says that Cody wants a soulmate experience with each of his wives. And Christine didn't take care of that. Yeah. So, again, I don't think Robin is diabolical, but I do believe that Robin just listens. I think Robin just listens to everything that Cody says and does. And I think that he I guess you're right that he did coach her on this because, again, it's all on even Robin is putting it all yeah. on Christine. She says all on Christine, she says she blames them for not taking care of the relationship, for rejecting affection, which I take mm -hmm. to mean sex, constantly nagging. And then she has her orange apple orange apple I had analogy. Rewind because I was like, wait, what are we talking about? She's like, yeah, she's like, I have an orange and you have an apple. It doesn't mean they're both good. Why do you want my orange if you have an apple i mean that was so cody mm -hmm. i don't think she could and then then this is so cringy and this again oh, cody yes yes she saw she said that um when there were stretch marks weight gain stagnant being stagnant in the marriage which i think again means sex fights money problems he still had romance going with each of them what so that basically means even though they weren't tight bodied size four and didn't want to have did, sex and 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 he was um, still nice did, to them. didn't want to jump his bones all the time and life was hard with little babies and money problems he still loved them yeah <laughs> as if that's such the, this the what stretch, a sacrifice i'm sorry those stretch marks are for your effing kids right way. that's how you exactly. get exactly that's where the weight gain and the stretch marks came from is your kids and all the fucking stress you know i noticed something i was 
watching you mentioned last week that on episode or uh, season nine they had this thing about who is janelle oh yeah <laughs> i yes. went back and i looked at that and you know the fluctuation in her weight is wild over the years because they kept showing all these clips and it's like mm-hmm. you can just tell god this woman is she the stress yeah you know i feel like the 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 weight just went up and down and up and down it's like that is stress mm-hmm. she was stressed out yeah you know and I think he needs to take some responsibility for some of that. But anyway, just a sidebar. Yeah. What I love about all of this, of course, is Robin gets on this high horse about how they all need to be working on their relationships and she and Cody are successful because she, you know, believes in it and digging in. I'm like, girl, you're divorced. Like, get over yourself already. Like, you've been here. Okay. So, and you've gotten to a point with another person at some point in your life who that you've been only really married to for what, five, six, seven years? I mean, for a very short amount of time. And here she is judging Janelle and Christa with these long, long marriages as if they haven't been fighting this whole time. Right. How long is Christine? Christine's supposed to wait until she's what, 70, 80 years old to start having a life? Well, also, the only reason her marriage is good with Cody is because she worships him yeah you know she whatever she's doing she's making him feel like he's head of the family um she's loyal she's completely i'm sorry she's completely brainwashed her kids into uh thinking cody is oh yeah is the best and he should be obeyed and you know what i feel really badly for them because and when you look at old episodes where okay like the whole thing about them being adopted by him Mm Um, the episode where they, it's so confusing because, okay, they have a father. Okay, the, the parents got divorced, mm-hmm. but they have a father that they have a relationship yeah. with. She moves, moves them, you know, into this family. And then there was an episode where they told the kids that their biological father, who's still their father for all intents and purposes, they have a relationship with him, has signed paperwork so that Cody can adopt them. Yeah. And Aurora was all happy and clapping, but the other two looked very confused. Mm. Like Dayton especially, he had this look on his face like, what is happening? Looked very confused. I'm sure it was very confusing to them. Mm -hmm. There's an episode early on where... um, before they even got married, Robin is show not yeah. Robin is showing her youngest daughter pictures of Cody and the family, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Who's that? Who's that?" It's like mm-hmm. she's she's prepping them. Yeah, she's them. doing that ninety day fiance yeah. thing. Th- this is your sister, um, you know, McKelty. Now, what is her name? McKelty. <laughs> <laughs> so she so she shows a picture of Cody, and she's like, "Who's that?" And the girl says, "Cody," and she's like, "Who?" And she's like, "Oh." dad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so she she has them calling him dad before they're even married they just met the guy and then right after the adoption was finalized she sends her kids off to montana i think wherever the father lives to go spend a month with him huh like what is happening yeah i've always felt i said this before i do not under understand aurora because aurora from day one has been like dying like she just kind of came into this family and has been fawning over cody I know. the entire time she was so thrilled when he said that they that they were gonna get adopted 
She was so happy. She's like the first one, you know, every time you see him coming and coming home, she's like the first one knocking people down. Yeah, has to hug them. Has to hug them. And that is, yeah, I've always found that entire situation really bizarre. It would be one thing if they never had a father or a, a father died when they were very, very young or something else. But there's this man who's there and, and who... I don't know. Why did he give up his rights so easily? I mean, what what happened? I really, how can you move with your kids to another state when you're well? I mean, divorced. Every state is different. Has different laws regarding you know move away Mm. uh, rights and that kind of thing. I have no idea. I mean, I I don't know how or what they had to do to get this guy to do this and why he did it. I don't know. I wish he would come out and yeah. talk. I wish he would talk about it. All right. So now we're back to this. Now we've moved on to Janelle and we're watching that outdoor. Or Cody has a fit. Yes. We're watching yet another deck chairs. What do you call those chairs? Camping chairs. Camping chairs. Thank you. I was trying to think of the name. These camping chairs out by the fire at someone's house outdoors. God forbid we can be in, you know, you. Oh, because COVID tests. COVID, I know, COVID, COVID, COVID-19. I got it, Cody. Um, Cody almost died, you know. Yes, he did. And we're back to this whole thing about the holidays and the COVID rules and um, all of that. And this I thought was really interesting was that um, Cody's mad that Janelle, he feels like Janelle belittled him and the COVID rules. And then Robin jumps right in telling Cody, I know you've been so hurt and rejected for the past 18 months. It must be hard. And then we get Janelle going, God, I hate counselor Robin. (laughs) (laughs) And she basically says, right, Robin placates Cody. Yeah. And she says he's not the only person who's been hurt and rejected. Her boys feel just as rejected and he still hasn't (laughs) approached them. Yeah. And then Cody is mad. We get to be Cody because Cody's mad because Christine and Janelle were vacationing while I had COVID. It's like, (laughs) no, come on. What do you what do you want? Because he's and this is another this through line of this is he is so mad at Janelle. And I truly believe that he was fine with Janelle until he saw that she was supporting Christine. Mm hmm. And because that really got him. Oh, and he just can't understand that these sister wives. I mean, what when you were sister wives, you guys couldn't get along, and now you're the best friends. Now, I mean, maybe it's you, Cody. Then maybe maybe you should ask yourself. Maybe when you're out of the equation, everybody gets along just fine. Yeah. So we go back to uh, Cody's mad that Janelle didn't enforce the COVID rules, and um, so Kanye in that moment says, you know, points out that you know. Well, it sounds like you are blaming Janelle. I feel like people have been really criticizing Sukanya. They feel like she hasn't been asking the tough questions mm-hmm. and all of that. And I will say that you can't interview someone. Everyone wants everyone, to, you know, Andy Cohen and all these people to come in and be like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing People that? shut down. Yeah, do you that. can't you can't do that. The master interviewer, who I think is Howard Stern, does a really good job of like, finding openings to bring things up and he'll get people to start talking about things because he sort of warmed them up for a while and then he'll sort of through the back door bring something up and get Hugh Grant to talk about 
you know, that prostitute <laughs> back in the, you know, 80s and 90s. And and so and get people to reveal things. And he doesn't start off by, you know, just jumping right in. Yeah, and I, she does get him to yes. even though initially he's like, I'm not going to talk about that. She did yeah. get him to come around and talk about it. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like people should get off Sukanya's yeah. back. Give she's a break. She's not just doing easy. what she's supposed to do. She has to gain their trust. But she points out that, you know, aren't you right now blaming Janelle for this? Yeah. And then I'm not quite sure how they got on this topic. Maybe it's because he was mad about Janelle not enforcing the COVID rules. But this made me ill. He yeah. he talks about why, talking about Gabe and Garrison. Oh, yes. I learned a new term. Oh, oh, this <laughs> I'd heard this before. But I have to say, this is a term that is extremely like... Uh, dated and uh-huh. anybody oh really i'm 50 ne- i don't think i've, I've never heard, heard this term but um he, he says well i don't understand why they couldn't just move out to be to if they want to continue dating and he says if one of my little kids dies just so someone can get their pencil wet <laughs> and then he hits the chair yes and it's just like that's disgusting mm-hmm. you're talking about your children and how are a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old exactly supposed to go out and get their own apartment when mm-hmm. they just graduated from high school? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, and and that's what makes me also wonder, is Dayton graduated from college? I mean, he probably should be by now. I mean, okay. It, so what, they, how was he, how was he? So yeah, there's a different rule for Dayton. Dayton lives in yeah, exactly. You know, but it's okay for Dayton, Mm -hmm. who's who I think is around the same age as um, Garrison. I think he might be one year older than Gabe, because when they moved to Flagstaff, that would uh, Dayton would have just been starting college, and Gabe was in his uh, junior year, I believe. So I think he's two years older. So, so he must have been graduated or close to being graduated by now, and he's still living at home. Mm-hmm. But it's because Robin forces all her kids to to yeah. stay home and shelter in place, and they can't leave. And you know, Janelle, yeah. So that's that. Well, and also, uh, yeah, I just I I can't, and and it doesn't seem to matter what Janelle says to him to try to get him to understand that you can't. You can't compare all these kids. Dayton is not Gabe and Garrison. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is at a different point in their life right. and this affects them differently. And I also have to say that, yes, you should, you know, we abided by all the COVID rules. We did all of this, but there, what is proper and not proper when it comes to COVID is really subjective mm-hmm. because I chatted with a lot of my clients that were out and about doing things that I was like, oh, okay, but I'm not here to judge them for it. So, but basically what you're asking for are these two kids who just graduated from school to just shut their lives down. Right. For, and and uh, we didn't know how long this was all going to last. So they're trying to work. Well, Garrison, you know, he's already been in the military for a couple of years. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's trying to save money to buy a house. He's working. You want him to just stay home? I mean, that's ridiculous. And it's just like, you know, and COVID, this is the thing. Cody is such a control freak that he thinks he can control COVID. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, COVID is uncontrollable. It is sneaky. I know people who never left their house ever and one time left and got COVID. Mm -hmm. I know people who have been out and about and have never had COVID and everything in between. You can't 
control COVID. You can take precautions, you can follow advice, but it's just like, Cody is such a control freak. Yeah. Well, and the fact that he's so mad at Janelle that she is choosing her children over him. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, duh. That's, that's what mom That's what do. a good mom would do is she always chooses her children over anybody else. So now we get Cody speaking directly into the camera <sighs> and apologizes to Gabe and Garrison, which I feel like the apology was just a little bit like, Okay, America wants me to say I'm sorry, yeah. so I'm sorry. I was no. buying it. I mean, this is the kind of sorry I get for my 15-year-old. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, Cody does admit that Janelle suffered more by, than anyone else by plural marriage, which goes back to her rough time in the beginning and all of that. And now we go back to the conversation that Janelle and Cody had at the outdoor the, cafe, uh, the yeah. infamous Fat Olives. Yeah. Place. Some pizza place where he's squeezing lemon. <laughs> he's trying to make his own lemonade. <laughs> he's trying to make it. He's putting lemon into water and lemonade and whatever it is. Um, and Cody says because he's coming off a divorce, Christine was juxtaposing. This is, I got a little confused here. So Christine was juxtaposing her relationship Wait, relationship against another no longer. I'm so confused. I can't even understand my own notes. I was so frustrated. What do you have? Well, I have that uh, Janelle Janelle was commenting. She said that if I can't have independence in this plur in plural marriage, that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Should the the rules have changed? And I think, and a lot of it is that he can't control the kids. That mm -hmm. you know. Um, She's just talking about how, like, this just doesn't work anymore. And Cody says, um, oh, and so Kanye says, well, why why weren't you more vulnerable in that conversation yes, with yes. Al? And he says it was, well, because I just spent two years being disrespected because oh, I right. was trying to protect my family. <laughs> and then, then he again accuses uh, Janelle of shit-talking him, mm -hmm. his new obsession. Yeah, Janelle doesn't respect him. And then he does this weird thing where he starts to look around. Like, I thought that was a really... Um, and then we go back to Janelle. And Janelle, I feel like, is really... And this is why I love Janelle. Because she really is the voice of reason. Because she then goes, like, listen, people aren't one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not all black and white. It's not all this and that, right? That That there's good and bad, light and dark in everyone... And that, you know, she she didn't perceive herself as someone who was shit talking him all around. That this is that um, she thought that they were good and things were good between the two of them. But then it's revealed that they're separated and she's really, 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 really happy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She says she's she's indifferent. She doesn't care anymore. Mm -hmm. She's upset about how he treated the kids. And um she said she doesn't respect it because you know this whole thing about respect yeah she says well it goes both ways she says mm -hmm. i don't respect him yeah and um she said something about how going back to robin she said you know robin uh makes him feel respected and she obeys him or something mm -hmm. like that and i think that yeah that obey word is really appropriate yeah for robin she she obeys him and so so Kanye's asking if oh wow you're separated do you think you know, do you think this can be fixed or are you going to try to fix it? And Cody wants to fix it, but Janelle needs to respect him. Um, 
And then we hear from Janelle, it's like Cody always wants to find, this is what she said that I thought that was very telling. Cody always wants to find a reason aside from looking at himself to justify why he's having a problem with you. And she just summed it right up. Yeah. There you go. That's, that is Cody. He's never going to take any ownership of anything. Nothing is ever his fault. It's everyone else's fault. Yeah. And then um, I think Cody says this. He says that um, Robin Robin brought her two kids who were the same age as Gabe and Garrison into full compliance on our our COVID agreement. He had to put that out there. Mm -hmm. Full compliance. Okay. Well... Again, that's the difference between Robin's parenting and Janelle's parenting. But I also want to say, you know, you can, even though they're the same age, you've got one kid that you can say to like, hey, you really got to follow these rules. You know, dad is upset and it's really important. And that one kid might say yes. And another kid might say no. Like, that's the thing. In some ways, yeah, your parenting and your relationship with your children is obviously very, very important. But your kid is born with the personality that they're born with. And even though you may parent them in a certain way, they still have their own opinions. And these right. two boys are over the age of 18. Like, what was Janelle going to do? Right. Lock them in? Yeah. I know. What, what, she could just tell him, that they, like, these are the rules, but she can't enforce them. And we've always seen through the years that Gabe and Garrison especially, they have, they're more forward, independent thinkers. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they haven't really loved this family life and all this crap, mm-hmm. that maybe they're not so... That, that while some people in the family like being in this big family, maybe they don't like it so much and they want to make their own choices. And Janelle cannot stop two young men from going off and living their no. life. But, but and at the same time, she's still their mother, so she can't reject them. Right. I mean, that would be horrendous parenting. Right. Right. To say, we'll forget you, then I'm then I'm not speaking to you anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, my daughter who she's been for the last two years you know she well she started working uh before she even graduated high school during covid worked outside of the house has gone to college come back gone out gone out there worked Mm -hmm. mom's school come back home whatever what am i supposed to do say no can't do that i mean no life goes on and you know she's she she's gotten code a few times mm-hmm. i've never gotten it yeah. you know we've always been careful but like layla was very careful in the beginning right yeah you gotta understand this covid's been still three years on. We, three years three years so there's different phases of it in the beginning before we had a vaccine we all were i mean oh for layla, a year she stays yeah. at home she yeah. stayed at home and it was like oh i'm vaccinated and i gotta right. you know i'm 18 years as old soon as she to go live my life right. as soon as she did not go to work till she was vaccinated and that's another thing too you know with Ugh. All of this, we're not haven't even gotten into whole, the whole vaccine thing. You know, mm-hmm. if Cody would just get him and you know his family vaccinated, um, that would go a long way. Yeah, you wouldn't have had such horrible COVID. Exactly, and it's yeah, this is just ridiculous. You're going to keep these young adults like locked away for for years? No, yeah, it doesn't work that way. No, this was a very stressful thing for people and their kids. And listen, my son. You know, he did not do much during COVID because that's his personality. And now he has social problems and we have to now tackle that issue. So I didn't have to run after him and say, you can't go here. You can't go there. But now he can't socialize very well Mm -hmm. because he's been in his house for, you know, three years and he's just an only child. So 
that's the flip side of it. Mm -hmm. That's the flip side of your kid never leaving the house. So what, again, what is Janelle to do? And Christine, the both of them had so many kids at, you know, at these varying ages. Yeah, and they're the parents too. They have a right to, in that, but you know, this goes against Cody's, um, I'm the head of the family. Yeah. Everyone's got to obey me. Now, when we're back to Robin, Robin is pissed. And, you know, I, I decided to really like stop taking notes and real get real close. You're right. Robin does not have tears. No. She, her voice starts to break. Her eyes start to water a little, like they will get a slightly glassy, but no tears ever come out. And if my eyes well up, then the tears are coming. Mm -hmm. Like. It's, it's it's involuntary. <laughs> I know that's the thing. It's an involuntary response. How is she? Yeah, total faker. So she feels punished because she is a better communicator with Cody. She is tired of being punished, which means she says that she speaks to him like he's her best customer. Which I thought that's was a very an interesting analogy, it. right? Which is. That's so odd. Like you're you're my best customer, and I think that I think I I understand the this the idea behind it, which is which is true in marriages, especially long term marriages. You do it's very easy to take your partner for granted. It's very easy to be like, oh, f you, go away, or you know whatever. That you do need to treat the person that you're with, you know, with love and respect and paying attention to them and all of that, but. I would never say best customer because best customer means that customer's always right. The customer's, yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. Customer's always right. And the way in which you treat your best customer is something that you do temporarily. Right. That you can do in short spurts of time of like, yes, ma'am. Okay, smile. Great idea. Bye. And then they're out the door. Mm -hmm. How do you live with someone? Right. How do you live with your best Where customer? Where you're constantly catering to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, again, yeah, that's what he wants. Obe <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, obedience. A defer deference to him, respect. Mm -hmm. It's all, all it's all the same. What, how whatever you want to call it, it's like Cody's way or the highway. Yeah. is basically. But you know, interspersed in there, that I just wanted to touch on. There was a um, Janelle brought up the issue of her housing. Mm, yes, and right. she said that if she had been prioritized, the land would have been paid off, and she would have had a house, and. There were no excuses offered by anyone when Robin needed a house and that they depleted all of their accounts to buy her her house. Mm -hmm. So they took care of Christine. They took care of Robin. I guess Mary had that in because I I've just recently saw a picture of Mary's house in Flagstaff. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Just one person. Her house is probably no. three times the size of my house. I got to go to Flagstaff and well, see what the prices are. Yeah, she's renting, but I'm sure it's the, it's the same price as a mortgage. But but I wonder how. But how much do you think she, the rent is on that? House? I think she said it one time. It's like five thousand, or I saw it somewhere five thousand dollars a month. Yeah, Damn. I mean it's like a it's a huge house, yeah. it's like a five bedroom house. You know, but she's always that's that's why Mary has so much money is because mm -hmm. you know they've always split everything equally. Yeah, despite the fact that Mary has less kids to support. And I'm sorry, I always felt like that argument was kind of ridiculous, which is, you know, just because, just because you wanted to have seven or eight children like your sister wives and you couldn't still doesn't mean that you need a seven or eight bedroom home. I mean, that is ridiculous. Yes. And I think, and that is a sticking point, and definitely for Janelle, which is 
when they moved to Vegas, they were in what she said, dire, dire, dire straits. And Mary could not for one minute go, okay, fine. I'll just, let me just take this two bedroom with my daughter or with Leon, sorry. And with Leon and that, that'll be done. And Janelle was actually giving stuff up. Do you remember there was a scene where she went with Mona, the realtor, oh, yes. to the house and she was actually downgrading mm-hmm. her plan saying, oh, well, the boys can share a bedroom because Logan's only going to be mm-hmm. here for, you know, in a couple more months. So she was cutting down the bed. Yeah. She was cutting down what she wanted. In the meantime, Mary was increasing it. Yeah. I yeah. need the wet bar. I need the wet bar and the patio and this and that. Well, well you can't get that unless you get a five-bedroom house. Okay, so I need a five-bedroom okay. house. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, the ridiculousness of it all. That I just, that was I just I just much. hope that, you know, that Janelle got something, some money out of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she still does not have... Well, I think she's why she's selling Plexus. I know, but she she deserves she basically I saw something on a TikTok where they were doing the money calculations and this is somewhat based on speculation, but just based upon the sale price of these houses, what was paid for Robin's house and mm-hmm. and what people have said on the show. Janelle I think had said that she put half of the profit from her house and Mary put half of the profit from her house into Robin's house. Mm-hmm. That right there was probably like uh, like $600,000 or something. Mm-hmm. And then they depleted even more money. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just something ridiculous. And the fact that, you know, these women were led to believe that, oh, it'll be your turn mm-hmm. down the road. We'll take care of you. And, and, and then nothing. And they did nothing to prioritize any of yeah. that, making any of that happen. That just... That just makes me so mad. So Janelle is saying we're going back to Janelle Mm -hmm. and she she's very much, you know, it's funny. She's very resolved. She said we had a great run. Yeah. She said we had a great run. She said, I feel like I mourned him that Christine was much more heartbroken because, again, I think Christine was really, truly in love with Cody. And I think Janelle was like, all right, he's good. Um, But she's very, very happy alone. But her faith requires her to work on the marriage. So she feels a bit perplexed right about what to do which again and i think she alludes to this which is that you have this religion that's telling you fight 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 for a marriage Mm -hmm. but you inside feel so much happier outside of this marriage and i can imagine for her right and this is why these dogma faiths of like it has to be one way one way one way i think are so dangerous is is that Janelle and we as individuals we need to make choices and decisions that align with us and what feels inside of us right for us and having this dogma religion say there's only one way to be I think that's where she's so torn and I I don't know where they're at today I don't know if they're still separated or what but If they've moved to divorce, I mean, obviously they're not legally married, so they can just they can just be at the separated place for the rest of their life if they want. And I think she saw she saw the problems it caused when Christine said we're divorced. Mm -hmm. That just that word just sent Cody, you know, he went apoplectic. So I think she's like, okay, well, we'll just be separated. We don't need to get all dramatic about it and get you all upset about it. Yeah. Well, it also makes for a good storyline for the show, right? I mean, this is, at the end of the day, they need the show to keep running. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Lulu Row 
Plexus, all of this, you guys would not be platinum members if you were not on TV. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you would be on someone's downline somewhere else. So, well, they are, f- I mean, they are filming for season yeah. 18. Thank God. Oof. Yeah. So, Christine doesn't believe Cody has the capacity for plural marriage. Um, and then Cody says, I'm on the verge of not being a polygamist. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, yeah. You are. And this part, I thought this was so weird. So we finally go back to Mary. We haven't, we're like, oh yeah, let's bring Mary in. So, so Kanye's saying to her, well, Cody has said that he doesn't want to be with you. And so what now? And she's like, time will tell. Like what, what? Time will tell. What? What? (laughs) I'm just, so what are you going to do? Oh, time will tell. You know, I, I guess people change, she said. Yeah. And then we'll just, we'll decide. And then she, she admits he's made his decision. So yes, Mary, he's made his decision. Time will not tell. He's told you. So why well, can't Mary get this? Or does she truly I believe? Did she, she truly know believe? something we don't. I mean, obviously she does not want to burn this bridge with him. Uh-huh. And I think that she probably really loves him. She probably knows, she must know something that at some point, like, she, she's he's going to come back. She, there's mm-hmm. got to be something that she knows or some reason to believe that. Hmm. Okay. And I don't know what it is, but she's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, she also is not legally married to Cody, so she could also live in this in-between state. Yeah. I do think that Mary, as much as it's frustrating to hear her say time will tell, I think Mary also knows I need to be on the show. Yeah. I mean, the reality is these, none of these people are, everything that they do, the quote unquote work that any of these people do is related to the show. Without the show, nothing would work. So I do believe that Janelle is being smart by not saying divorce. I think that Mary is also like, I'm not going to say divorce. Let's just keep this rolling along and... People just watch us, you know, fall apart for the next. No, Mary clearly wants to stay connected to the family. Christine, not so much. Yeah, I think Christine knows that she can stay connected to who she wants to stay connected to. I mean, because again, like Christine doesn't have any ties to Robin. Mary has a tie to Robin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I think, but I think the thing is, is that for Janelle seeing uh robin and cody together she's she's fine right and i thought for christine i think it was very very painful yeah it was very painful to see these people together to repeat it to see it and she had to say divorce she had to and she wanted to go back she wanted to go back to utah she wanted to be out Mm -hmm. so a different family and friends yeah totally different situation um christine thinks that robin and cody are not going to look for another wife Robin says she wants plural marriage and she she wants that, you know, on the porch with her sister wise. Why in God's name, who fantasizes about sitting on a porch with a bunch of other women? In rocking chairs. In rocking chairs. Get some friends. <laughs> you can have that. You can have one husband and, and and no sister wives and still have that. Invite your friends over. Right. You know, absolutely. Um. I just... And but she's worried about repeating mistakes again. No tears come out, and being in a monogamous marriage is messing with her identity. Yeah, whatever that is, whatever that means. 
I know. I don't know. Again, Robin came into this family at a different point in her life. She was older. Maybe she had, maybe she was more entrenched in the religion. I don't know. She just seems to be, it's, she's just much more. Well, and I think she's a pretty naive, sheltered person. Yeah. And I think that's the other part of it. I don't think that she walked in there thinking or ever thought when she started in this family, oh, wait. I'm giving birth to children and all of these other children are going to be out of the house. Mm -hmm. And what's the dynamic going to be like then? Right. Oh, wait, what will happen here? Well, because Mary always had this fantasy and, you know, she bought into it that his kids were all going to come back and live with him, Mm -hmm. you know, that they might go away to college for a few years, but they would eventually all get married and come back. And he wanted the same town. Yeah. He wanted a place. He, you know, he kept saying he was choosing Flagstaff because it was most likely the place where his older children would be willing to come back and live. Not not a single one of them, mm-hmm. you know. Well, don't, doesn't Gabe live in, or Garrison, don't those two? Live? Well, yeah, they live there, but I mean, like, the ones who have gotten married, like, oh, yeah, Maddie and... Aspen Maddie's across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Like, none of those people. Logan, he's, you know, barely shows up. Yeah. And then we turn to Cody. He wants Christine to find her soulmate in the end. It was a little anticlimactic at the end. I kind of wanted something more. And I was like, oh, it's over. What's yeah, he said, he said he hopes that he can reconcile with his kids and get back with Janelle. <laughs> don't, hold, don't hold your breath, Cody. And again, never mentions Mary. I mean, no. so that's the other part of it, too, is I understand. So if Janelle... You know, Janelle, he, he's always talking about Janelle and he's still engaging with Janelle and having a relationship with Janelle. So obviously it makes sense if Janelle says, oh, I'm just going to be separated from this person. And maybe, maybe if we circle back around, that's fine. But Mary holding on with him never mentioning her name in any of these things. Yeah. You know, yeah, he wants to reconcile with his kids and he wants to get back with Janelle. Yeah. No mention of Mary. So that's a little bit of why I'm like, is this a delusion in Mary's mind that eh, something could work out, something can come back around? Or is Cody telling her things on the mm-hmm. side? I don't well, know. I don't understand. I do. I do not understand Mary's thinking. Something's going on there that we don't understand. And hopefully this show will keep going and yes. find out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hopefully it will. I need to know. Uh, yes, me too. Well, that's a wrap. Yes. Season 17. Sister Wives. When is season 18 coming <laughs> like, out? Not soon. Starting to get the, you know, the Joneses a well, little bit. Yeah. Everybody is a Sister Wives fan now um, and everyone can't wait. So we want to tell everyone what our plans are coming. Yes. Up. Yes. So as you've noticed, we've been doing two podcasts a week. We are planning on continuing to do two podcasts a week. So on Mondays, we are starting January. So let me back up for a second. So next week we will have, we will, we will have a Monday show talking about the Sister Wives book. Yeah. We're going to talk okay. about that as a little filler until our next our show. Next show. And then there we'll have another episode for Monday. And then starting January 30th, 30th. we're going to be doing 90 Day Fiance the other way. We used to uh, watch 90 Day a long time ago. I stopped because I just, it was just too much. But 
The other way has always been pretty. I like the other way is my favorite um, offshoot of ninety days. So it's where an American goes to live with someone they're in love with in another country. Mm-hmm. And God, are we going to have to see Jenny and Samit? Oh no, no, no! These are all new people. Oh, thank God! No, these are, I can't. I can't listen to their story. These, are, these no, two. These are all new people we've never met before. Oh, good. So it's very interesting to see an American go mm-hmm. to another country and live there and how they act. And yeah. So I think it's. I think it's a little bit different. It's a little more exciting. I like to see the other countries mm-hmm. and the cultural differences. I enjoy that. So that will be coming out every Monday, starting the 30th and then and we'll continue to do our thursday shows yes this thursday which would be the uh 12th yes january 12th we have an episode coming out about the netflix special bernie madoff um what's the subtitle of oh it gosh uh, spent like wizard, an hour and a half talking about it wizard of wall street or <laughs> something yeah wizard of wall no something of wall street Monster? Monster? Monster Wall Street. Street. Yes. Yeah. And uh, about Bernie Madoff. It's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have shows coming out Mondays and Thursdays. Thursdays and we're going to keep doing it until we can do it. And we, yeah, wish us the wish us the best. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we are so happy. Uh, so many people have been listening and uh, we love everyone's positive feedback. If you like the show, please tell a friend or two or 10 or 100, however many friends you have. And tell a friend, tell, uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Write the review if you can. That's always helpful for us. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. Yes, subscribe. Uh, very quickly, this is Tess, the therapist. I wrote a book called True You, the a step-by-step guide to conquering your quarter-life crisis. is available for you at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. Um, it is a for anyone who is a 20-somethings into the 30 who's confused about their life and doesn't know what to do and needs help and um, with decision-making and fear of failure and some of these very common things. If you have a young person in your life, please check it out. And I think, yeah, and if you have any thoughts or feelings, please write us at psychlegalpoppodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us some of your feedback, anything that you think we should know. Other than that, I think we're good. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.